and we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because, oh man, you know, there's just so much shit that against, yeah, I mean, there is an expression, when the defecation hits the ventilation and brother, there's a lot of torque in that fan these days. <clears throat> Part of this is also to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I had to kind of make sure that I hit all the right pieces because last week I screwed up the intro just a little bit and that was all on me and it's bugged me all week. I am your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi. Go ahead and introduce you, everybody. Uh, it's not as many as I'd like, but you know what? It's better than just me. Trust me. It's for the best that way. From the Midwest of the U.S., where, um, you know, I, I was I was going to make some kind of a, a, a uterine joke, but I, I don't think it's so much a joke right now. Uh, Bridget Fitch, good evening. Yeah, good evening from uh, the Republic of Gilead. Yeah, and, and funny enough, my opening is actually going to be kind of um, touching a little bit on part of that, so you, be be aware about that. And then off to the right-hand coast, where um, it's almost hurricane season again. Unmetotech, <laughs> hi, welcome back. Good evening, good morning. Hi there, and uh, I just want to say that I am reading, uh, pre-reading pre uh, The Horrible Scopes, and dude, you're an ass. <laughs> yes, yes I am. <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fortunately enough, uh, when when they were read last night for the uh, for the radio stream, yeah, I had at least one person who got it, and I was very 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 warmed deep in the cockles of my heart for that. So <laughs> I know who these are, but I don't know how they talk. Don't worry about it. You'll just. You, you you you'll pick it up as we go along. Don't worry. The sound effects. It, it it's it's, it's sh sh don't 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 go leading a bit over here. But anyway, hi everybody. It's good to be back with you. So for those of you that are you know listening in, for whatever reason, you you could have been joining us and helped out with all this stuff because down over in this section of the screen for you, oh yeah, over on YouTube, there's a spot right over there. I'm using my finger to point to it. Yes, I know. I'm Italian. I talk with my fingers, but it's not the finger that you think it is. <laughs> Stephanie, good morning. Hope that you're doing okay. And Felix, you made it. Hi. You didn't. You didn't burn yourself on anything. I mean, this week, right? Because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't check on anything. On that one. Just, anyway, hi. So yeah, it's been. Um, we were talking about stuff uh, before we got started with the show. Stuff that we're not going to necessarily be talking about directly tonight. But uh, I think it's I think it's probably really worth it if if we just spend just a a minute, maybe a minute and a half. Um, we are very much aware of all the the stuff that was going on this week down in Florida with the former guy and everything. Uh, there's a lot to unpack. We are not versed enough to be able to unpack nearly enough of it. Plus. I mean, let's it would face take it. Us three hours. It would. It would at the very minimum, 
and we don't know all the ins and outs. We were, like I said, we were kind of talking a little bit about it before, but um, in my situation, knowing full well that I don't even know enough to be dangerous when it comes to all this like secretive shit, I'm massively pissed and I actually went looking to double check to the best of my knowledge there is still a constitutionally written in provision for the death penalty. So keep that in mind because those of you that want to go back to like 1980, oh shit, what year was it? It was 80. What year did that come out? Uh, That was 89, I think, when uh, Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire came out. Rosenberg's H-Bomb. Uh, be before them because I graduated in 85 and that song was out, I think, when I was still in high school. But let me Google it. Maybe I'm thinking of the River of Dreams album then. Thinking of the wrong one. Uh, in, in any case, yeah, so uh, uh it, it's fair for me to say that I've been like exceptionally pissed about this thing. Uh, Tech, anything that you want to uh, briefly, briefly uh, mention as far as to how your overall feeling has been about the news about all that shit? Um, mine is being uh-huh. tempered by the fact that we don't have a released statement yet of the discovery of the material. Granted, it is classified material. There might be material in there where the name of the material itself is even classified. Yes, that does actually happen. Yeah, first. that's that. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, but we, there there, there might be that. a general generalized label that can be used in their statement, and I'm waiting to hear what all that is. We may never find I, out. Yeah, we may never find out because yeah. it may be that. I mean, it's it, they, it may be that speculated. Secret. Yeah, it, 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 if something really is in the top secret the ts slash sci uh label classification uh stuff we may never even find out a title it may just be generalized it may just be whatever's on the report is top secret stuff such and such level and that's it that may be the only thing that makes it into the general public's no uh level and while we may think that's unfair it's quite possible that just the title alone is something that we're trying to keep from our adversaries. So if we publicize it, it doesn't do us any good. Yeah, well, we might want to save this until after Shajan does his intro, so we'll have something left to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to a certain degree. And uh, Stephanie, but I was thinks- just trying to—I was just trying to emphasize that I'm waiting to hear the results before I react. Fair enough. And uh, like I was saying, Stephanie, thank you for that heads up from way, way in the future in Paris, France. Joseph, good morning. You made it. Hi. How are you? Uh, Okay. And you, sir? Dude, okay. Um, You're out. You're quite on the on the low side volume wise at the moment, but we can we can work around that momentarily. I'll I'll try to adjust that. Okay. Wait a second. See, this, this is what happens when you when you get all kinds of, you know, free programs that you work with. You never quite know what's going to happen some days. 
so we will uh, we'll see what happens with all that. Anyhow, um, yeah, I was trying to figure out where uh, where I was going to go with that. Okay, uh, yeah, you see, you see what you got, and uh, we'll we'll kind of come back from all that. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll at least get the opening done, and then if I need to screw around with audio settings on my side, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll do my thing. So, with five minutes on the clock, your five-minute freestyle starts now. I ready. Now, I had one of those situations because I was driving around recently. Uh, myself and the little one. Who's going to be going back to college? Which is, you know, double-edged sword. You know, it's very cool that he's, you know, continuing his studies. It's a little annoying that I'm going to be, you know, by myself again. But you know what? It's, it's, all, it's all good. I had a thought. I had a thought that uh, that came up. And it had everything to do with all of this Gilead crap going on. All all the all the uh, Roe versus Wade fallout that's been going on. The the whole thing about abortion and reproductive rights here in the United States. And and anybody that has not been paying attention to it, yeah, it's been it's been it's absolute shit show. Uh, there's, there's, it's hard to put, you know, too fine a point on that. There are some states where it's okay. There are some states where it's just like, uh, you've got to be a little bit careful. And then there's other states. So here's the problem that I've run into. I actually have an argument for both and 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 not not in different situations but for simultaneously enforcing pregnancy wait for me just please just wait for me and institutionalized dnc abortion so let me explain because i know that at this point, people got to be thinking to themselves, no, I have not been drinking anything other than coffee today. So here it is. We know that this system could be, could be abused, but for those who are below legal age and in most of our country, the age of majority is effectively 18 years. Some places it's younger, but it, it's typically accepted to be 18. But as far as to the age of consent for sexual intercourse, that gets to be a little bit more of a question mark. You see, so here's the question mark problem that I've run into. What if, what if abortion is relegated specifically and exclusively to getting the genetic information of the man who impregnated someone? It doesn't take very long for the impregnation to happen it it could take a little bit of time obviously 
And it's an uncomfortable idea to have that happening. But as a way of being able to say, I am 13 years old and someone had sex with me. Okay, let's get all the information and we will check you in a couple of days and we will do a professional institutionalized procedure to remove this product so that we can get DNA off of it so that we can then prosecute the person that did this to you. It's one of those things where, yeah, there is something to be said for this concept, and yeah, it's a terrifying one, and yeah, it it's a crap fest to have to think about something like that. But, you know, if some group wants to go ahead and say, thou shalt not have abortion, period? Well, you know what? If law enforcement is able to institutionalize it so that they can get more people into jail because they love to get people into jail, I wonder which group would win out in the end. This is episode, where's it over here? 417 on the docket, Your Honor. Hail Hydra. The old standing thing has been, if you cut off the head of an organization, the body dies. That doesn't exactly work with a cult. And again, with various cults, there is also the whole Hydra example, which is typically, if you cut off one head, two come back. Okay, well, there's there's a problem with that after a certain point. But the problem that we seem to have now with the cults, and I'm thinking very specifically about the neo-Nazis and such, it's that it's, no, it's not about a cult of personality to a single person. It's that the leader of the group is everyone in the group in their own heads. And the only way of killing that type of Hydra is to change that mind one way or another. And I have a very, very weird fear that that's something that's kind of outside the scope of anything that we can really do in an single generation oh yeah it's gonna take a while it's gonna take a long time so um because the other side's mentality and i'm not a this is not an exaggeration because i've heard this before with previous uh election years is well i could change their mind if i fire a bullet through it and the reason why i use a southern accent is because the person who said it had a southern accent and several other people have said similar things across that lines also had southern accents. I'm not saying all southerners do it, but there was definitely a prolific amount of southerners with the same freaking sentiment. Yeah. 
Now, are there Northerners who say that too? Probably. Are they on both sides? Maybe. But I don't tend to hear it so much on one side as I do on the other. Yeah, so this is going to prove to be um, a very weird and very likely uncomfortable topic. But then again, when has that ever stopped us? We're not looking for the answer. We just want to kind of explore the question and try to figure out, do we have anything to really worry about for ourselves as we go ahead? Well, the people down south have never gotten past the war of northern aggression, you see. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a whole other piece. But meanwhile, uh, let's see what we can do. Joseph, you are, well, you're still muted at the moment. Let's see how your audio level is at this point, and I'll see if I have to screw around with anything. So say a little something for me. I'm assuming that maybe you turned your volume completely off at this point because I'm getting nothing. You may have gone for coffee. No, 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 no. Just turned off the, turned off the mute. Okay. So you muted. And maybe nothing. That was going to be one of those moments where it's, you know, free programs, guys. This, this, this is what happens, man. This, we can't afford to do anything more than, you know, tin cans and string. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, let's... Well, we'll, we'll, we'll give them a couple of moments and see how that plays out. Because we can at least get the horrible scopes started and see where it takes us. You are unmuted. You going to try again? Yep. Here you go. There you are. Still on the low side? Uh, you are, but don't do anything because I can fix that. Uh, let okay. me just... I, I, on my OnePlus, I can't seem to find the audio input. Uh... That's okay, because I've got you taken care of. Okay, thank you. No worries. There we go. Okay. So we can get us started at this point. So, oh, and Felis, you missed out on this last night. It is time for the horrible scopes. So, for those of you that know your astrological sign, cool. If you don't, uh, pick a D12, ask Google to help you out with that one, uh, and it's not really going to help you. Because last week, uh, somebody asked for, you know, the Muppets, which was fine, for this week, somebody went ahead and asked for them to be Pokemon themed. I mean, <laughs> uh, okay. The problem is there's like 900 plus Pokemon creatures now. So uh, we just stick to the first generation because screw you all. Yeah. There, there's actually, as, as of June, 905 Pokemon. Like I said, over uh -huh. 900. Eight generations of Pokemon. So, hold on to your master balls. Let's get to battling. <laughs> Ares, you are Charmander. Char. Char, char, char. Taurus, you're Poliwag. Polly, Polly. Polly, Ollie, Ollie, Polly. 
Gemini, I am so sorry. <laughs> Pikachu! <laughs> P, Pika, P, P, Pikachu! Pikachu! Pika, P, P, Pikachu! Uh, Cancer Moon Child. Me, 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 me. Makes you wonder if Butterfree was a, a seagull in a past life. Uh, no, no, because seagulls are assholes. Which is, which, is, which is different from Canada geese, because Canada geese, they're not assholes. They're just sadists. They want to kill you. Yeah. Say, say just psychopaths. Yeah, in a in a in a bad way. Leo, you are chancy, 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 cc, chancy. Virgo, you are cipher. Cy, I, I, cipher, cipher. Leron. Yeah, you're Paris. Paris, 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 Paris. Your accent is perfect. Thank you. Uh, Scorpio mouth. I I should see this before I do this. Uh, you value yeah, hard with... work, even with even where it doesn't necessarily pan out. Being a good friend and loyal personality means you've surrounded yourself with people who share your values, even if they aren't as capable as you'd like. This week, when your inept friends arrive to help you with a problem, be gracious and accept them without thinking you're superior, even if you are. Since Part of me sad that Joe showed up, because if he hadn't, that would have been my line. <laughs> Sagittarius, you are Jigglypuff. Jiggly puff, jiggle, 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 puff, jiggle, jig, jiggle, jiggly, puff. I'm a little pitchy on that one. I'm sorry. Capricorn, you're Gengar. All right. Gengar. 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 Gengar, Gen. Gen. Gengar, Gen. Gengar. Aquarius, <laughs> we are Venusar. 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 Dude. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> and, and the last one, what is it? It's. Could you read the title for me? That's 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 literally it. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I already closed the window. Oh. <laughs> but I remembered my line. Pisces, you're missing no. Number. There you go. Yeah, but it, it shows up as missing no on the game cartridge. And those are your horoscopes uh, for this week. Yeah. <laughs> 
So remember, if you like what you got, uh, <laughs> you're a freak. Um, and and you can you can blame somebody who who shall remain nameless, and this technically qualifies as an entire zero for the horrible scopes. I'll have these posted at the end of the week when I work on the next one. So, you know, you'll find them uh, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, you know, all the all the happy stuff as usual. So you can look that up for later. And like I said, there was somebody that actually got the joke last night during the show. And I for Pisces, just, right? Mm, uh, no, no. Which for, one? For Meowth. Oh, OK. Yeah, I was I was very, very happy for that. Didn't he hang out with Team Rocket? Yep. And Blasting off again. And if you read it off all over again, you realize, oh, shit, yeah, that is exactly what poor Beowth. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the extent of the happy fun for the night. And I say that because I have no coffee. And I'm not going to have any coffee because I have no coffee creamer. It's worse. How could, how could you let that happen? Because I'm going to be out tomorrow, so I'll be able to pick up some. But it's even worse because I don't have powdered coffee creamer because I, I love myself a little bit too much for that. Um, and I do have milk in the house. But it's 2% milk, which means it's Ew. like pouring water into it. So why even bother? <sighs> the best I'd be able to do would be to take uh, what little ice cream I've got and, and put that in it. So... It might work if it's vanilla. I mean, maybe. It, it's it's not. It's, it's chocolate-based. <laughs> and I've got hot chocolate mix. So, I mean, you know... Uh, I don't know. Figure it out. So anyway, so yeah, so this whole thing about cults and leadership, uh, I mean, th like I said, the traditional, the traditional thing has been if you cut off, if you cut off the head, the body follows. And we've seen this used in the United States with groups like, you know, ISIS which it doesn't quite work out that way. You've still got people to come into power, even after you've, you know, uh, what's what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, unalived somebody. And then you've got uh, nicer ways of dealing with it. For instance, uh, Peter Popoff, back in the 70s, who was a massive massive evangelical uh you know um fraud? faith faith healing fraud yeah uh who who when the amazing randy checked him out and and finally realized oh yeah he's got uh he's got a, a radio receiver and he's getting fed information so that it seems like he's getting divine information he's getting it from his wife yeah now technically there is something kind of magical about using electromagnetic waves to transmit information. There is something pretty cool about that, but um, it's not exactly magic per se, because, you know, we can manipulate that. Although you think about it, if you were able to manipulate magic, uh, that's still 
Um, not exactly magic the way that we think about it. Uh, whatever. But he was taken down, and yet he has come back to bilk people out of money again and again and again. But like I said, the problem with the cult of personality with these neo-Nazis. There's, uh, and, and I am... I am putting a lot of emphasis specifically on that area. I could easily switch this over to being um, political, especially in a lot of different areas, my country included, as we know all too sadly. But even if, and, and think about this a second, even if the former guy were to have an aneurysm and Drop dead. Could somebody check the uh, um, check the news reports just to just make sure that there isn't a uh, a thing while we're on the air that you know I I didn't accidentally make that happen because um, I need plausible deniability that I'm here and not in Florida. Thanks, appreciate it. Um, it's not turning on Twitter, so well, it's a start. Uh, not a start. Not not a, our nice friends over there at Echelon. Hi. I'm 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 here. I'm a nobody. Please, but even even if he were to suddenly just disappear through whatever natural, completely naturalistic uh, items, because he's the pinnacle of health, the stuff that he has been peddling and the social movement that he has been at the figurehead of, uh, I. I use that expression because, I mean, come on, look at him. He's washed out as if he were the, the front end of a ship. It wouldn't go away. Not by a long shot. Because each and every one of these people believes that they are the commander of this movement in their own little separate piece. These people cannot spell. No, no, they can't. I heard you. These people cannot spell. Yeah. Um, Do you know what that says? Oh. FBI is asshole. H-O-E. I can't go pulling up that image without screwing up my video, but oh my god. That's just... Yeah, they spelled it A-S-S-H-O-E. And I thought get her brain Morans was bad. M-O-R-A-N-S. Lotters will be shot? Yes. It's that kind of level of thing. You know... Leonard uh, <laughs> does not care. <laughs> yeah. Joseph, uh, I want to ask you a question about that. It, it, it's not very specifically about politics or this this cult thing, but there seem well, like she's pointed out, man, there is something about these people that have a very, very high Venn diagram overlap with a, a lack of education, I guess is probably the nicest way of putting it. 
you a lack of autonomous thought. Well, not even that. Not even that. But, I mean, they mispronounce words. It's a word salad. It 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 is. But uh, I I want to hit you specifically on this one because your your education growing up in Canada was, if not on par, better than a lot of stuff that we get over here in the U.S. It's, How do you know that? Well, because you know where France is, where. Oh, I have a big yeah, question mark it. for sure. a lot of a, a lot of folks that I would have grown up with that you know uh, they could they could find Great Britain uh, they could find uh, Italy because you know a lot of families came from Italy uh, they can figure out Sicily uh, they could figure out the the country of Africa I know I know just go with me on that one a second but you know. You, you guys in Canada did not have nearly the same level of, and for lack of a better way of putting it, whitewashing history than what we got. So I really have to wonder, how do you look at these people that, that are in the news that are absolutely, uh, uh, it's like we've got an entire country of Florida, man, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know what you want me to say. Uh, well, I want your... <laughs> you're not... Well, the dumbing down is... Yeah, it's been to... It's... Uh, let's just say we're in extremes now in the U.S. That is mm-hmm. fair. Between peach tree dishes oh, and... Oh, God. Uh, TCH for hot hemp. Uh, what was it? Uh, Alterior Motors. And I was like, what? The, what? Okay. Re- all right. Wait a second. Remind me, where is she actually from? Uh, the the Alterior Motors is Bobert, a.k.a. N- Bobo. No. She's from Colorado. No. The, and uh, Tree Dishes is Marjorie Three Names from Georgia. Okay, uh, I, I I thought so, and that's why I wanted to get confirmation on that one, because mm-hmm. having done computer stuff for a long time, I'm, I'm uh, selling computer software at one time back in the 90s, you know, back when you got an actual, you know, box with a manual and everything inside of it and floppy disks that, you know, you take the box and it, you know, uh, Everything in Georgia is peach tree something. And I, there is even there is even I don't know if it still exists the peach tree software accounting software if I remember right. God, it's been fucking forever. Yes. God, it was ninety five, six, and seven when I was selling that stuff. Oh, good Christ. I still get tickled, though, and people still come after Marjorie Trader Green uh, for, she was, you know, trying to make a reference to the Gestapo and called him the Gaspacho. Oh, God. That, uh... Gaspacho? Yes. Yum, yum, yum. Soup. Mm. Oh, in this heat, that'll be perfect. Yeah, I was going to make some kind of a, a, a joke about it. her 
IQ being about the same temperature as gazpacho, but, you know, whatever. That would be mean. You'd be accurate. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm calling her a smooth-brained personality. But it's just horrifying that people that uneducated that know nothing about how government works or the Constitution or common words are in government. That is terrifying. You think these people never watched Schoolhouse Rock, you know? They probably haven't. God, that's sad. No, but they don't they don't they don't need to know anything because, you know, whoever they're their leader, provider, whatever, whoever they're following, does it all for them. So, And that's why I'm thinking in, in a lot of ways, because for them, that leader, never, mean, never mind the provider part for a second, the leader <laughs> part is their own personal id. And so long as they follow along with whatever that, 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 that unrestrained id is, uh, they can they can do no wrong. So you know, everybody else is an idiot. I'm perfectly fine. But the person that they're following right now came up with Cove Fifi and Hamburger and <laughs> all sorts of really weird stuff. My God, the 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 Yosemite. The level of ineptitude that simply pulled out of that person, I absolutely do not understand. I simply cannot fathom that that level of... There was a scene from Star Trek The Next Generation where Commander Riker was convinced that he had been pushed into the future and had lost his memory and he's on the enterprise and Jordy, the chief engineer is, has apparently been running a level one diagnostic on the computer system in the enterprise for four hours. And Riker finally realizing that shit's wrong, went ahead and yelled at him, Mr. LaForge, you are not capable of that level of incompetence. I have never forgotten that line. I have never forgotten that line since it was first uttered. But there is simply no bottom to the level of embarrassment that these people have and the absolute lack of self-awareness about it. Because for them, like I said, so long as, the, so long as their id is satisfied for whatever bullshit ideas it is that they've gotten there, that I need to have, because the only way for me to have is for everybody else not to, I mean, really, what the hell? I, I just, I just. I cannot believe this. Hmm. Oh, please tell me you've got more poor spelling choices no rand paul is oh, calling for you can a stop at rand paul yeah you can well, well he's calling for repealing the espionage act what yeah he i knew the guy this. was dumb but he i didn't realize he was this. that dumb 
Yes, he he tweeted this. I'm going to copy pasta from his tweet, but I'm looking at his tweet right now. I, I'm sorry. That right there says that he's not fit to do any public service uh, could whatsoever. You, could you do me a big favor and uh, give me the actual like link to the tweet link so I can it? put it in? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We'll put it in. We'll put it in the chat so that everybody can see it, and I'll make sure that it's in the the, the notes. Because, oh my God! Yeah, told you. Here you go. That's just. Is that not terrifying? Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and read it off. It says the Espionage Act was abused from the beginning to jail dissenters of World War One. It is long past time to repeal this egregious affront to the First Amendment, repeal the Espionage Act, the future of Freedom Foundation. You know? Abuse how? And exa- exactly what is the Espionage Act? Oh, it's being abused because Adolf Twitler is being accused of espionage, which is not a minor thing. Okay, so the short version of the espionage act which was made in the early 1900s it, it, which it was made shortly after we entered world war one and has been amended multiple times after there um it was originally designed to prohibit interference with military operations and and or military recruitment um restrict and prevent insubordination while in the military because you don't want to disrupt the chains of command and to prevent the support of any enemies to the United States during wartime. So if we were in war with Russia, any support towards Russia could be punished under the Espionage Act. And that was that's what it was originally for. Okay. There have been amendments, you know, things are supposed to change over time. And um we give you an idea of some people that have actually been hit with charges for this. Julia, uh, Julian Assange from WikiLeaks, right? Uh, Chelsea Manning, the whistleblower. Um, Manning, uh, I don't care what side of the fence you are with Manning. Manning was military at the time of the whistleblow, and there was a chain of com- a clear chain of command that Manning skipped. Um. Then uh, Edward Snowden, he got punished too. He ran off with uh, NSA material and released it to the general public. Um, so could Trump be punished under the Espionage Act? He ran off mm-hmm. with classified material. Um, if there was intent to give it to enemies of the United States, or if it was found that it could be material that could be used to harm our allies by our enemies... Uh, oh, I, dude, there, there's some. Yeah, he could see time. He could see real time. So wait a second. If the the act is repealed, then uh, well, Trump would get off, but uh, Snowden would go free too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's called wishful thinking. Uh, yeah, well, you but, you get my because chance. this is but, the United States of America. Yeah, but the mechanization is is sound. You're right. Right. What they would probably do is they would repeal it in such a way as that they would either A, amend it so that it no longer affects the president. 
Yeah, which is bullshit. Uh, or anybody in any presidential capacity, uh, which, just like you said, is complete and utter bullshit. Um, but if I was on the Trump side, that's maybe what I would go for. Um, because I, you know, if I was on the Trumps, if I was a Trumpster, um, I wouldn't want other people on the other side of that equation who had been punished by the S, you know, under the Espionage Act, to go free. I, I would try to limit it to just Trump and maybe a couple of Trump's lackeys and supporters that may have also been hit in the, um, uh, what do they call it? Um, the blast radius, I guess. Yeah. The problem that we've got though, is that, um, they're all dicks. <laughs> Another sorry, problem sorry. we've got is is that um, we know full well that it's not going to be just a single person because there is there are machinations that this mob boss has done too damned many times where it's oh would you go ahead and get me this thing or. You know, it'd be really great if I would have this thing and, you know, somebody that would bring it to me, you know, I'd, I'd really like, I'd really like to be, you know, close, warm, personal pals with them. And then suddenly, whoa, look at this, whatever it is, it's just kind of fallen in his lap. So I didn't do anything. People around me did stuff, you know, people who like get me coffee because that's, that's all I know. To kind of go along with that, though, like I said, the Espionage Act, that kind of gets very, 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 really close to when the, United, when the United States Constitution was written, about roughly, uh, and, and signed off on, uh, roughly 10 years after the War of Independence, and I'm saying roughly because we don't need to narrow it down any further than that. There was one, there was only one statute that was written into the Constitution by the framers that carried the death penalty at the federal level. And that was for treason. It is entirely possible the way that I've been looking at this and I'm a lay person who honest and truly probably doesn't know enough to, to figure this out but I have real questions in my head as to whether or not this is going to eke into treason and if that's the case to say that we live in interesting times completely puts to shame every other event in recorded history for this country. Well, I don't think it's quite to the level of treason because we're not actively at war with anyone. However, that there, there are pieces where it could be very much of the, um, how do we word this? Um, Mm, you know, uh, does it have to be 
does it have to be an actual declared and 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 voted upon aggressive war for that to qualify? I think so. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think so. But definitely committed espionage. Definitely did incitement to insurrection. Yeah. He, you know, participated in a you know an attempted coup d'état. And some of this, you know, uh, classified stuff that he had is only supposed to be seen in, you know, a secure location. I mean, I'm wondering how did he get it out? How is that possible? Like Um, I said, some, he, he, I, I could almost stick them in your pants. I mean, what Oh, somebody had to help him. Yeah, and and that's that's exactly the kind of thing that I'm thinking probably ended up happening. He intimated that he wanted to be able to do so that he was free and clear. He didn't give the he didn't give the word. You know, go out there and 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 um. <laughs> oh God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. He didn't tell somebody to go out there and kill um, Brutzi. But, you know, it'd be really nice if, you know, Brutzi wasn't, you know, head of a family these days. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Probably went ahead and got somebody to just do it by just suggesting it'd be a really nice thing. Because plausible deniability. I don't know. I'm just upset that there was that attack on the FBI building in Cincinnati. Yeah, it didn't really get anywhere except for the guy got dead. But there's, you know, the GQP at this point, they're calling for more violence against the FBI and the feds and the cops and the CIA and the judges. And two FBI agents were listed on the. They were doxxed. Yep, they got they they essentially got doxxed, and now um, the Trumpists are sending death threats. Yeah, it's like, you know, who I wouldn't want to send death threats to. Federal agents. Um, it just me in person. Uh, if I had to send death threats, there would definitely be groups that I wouldn't want to send death threats to, um, using common sense, and that would be like uh, uh, any form of law enforcement. Yeah, especially groups like you know, dumbasses, the FBI, because the FBI has a very good tendency of being able to track information down. Oh and, yeah, and as 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 you and I both know. In the information age, what's the old standard? All is known. It's just a question of where. It would be exponentially easier to track the Unabomber in today's day. Oh my God. Than it was back mm-hmm. when we were actually tracking the Unabomber. Or the Son yeah. of Sam. Exactly. Because we have actually um, reduced for 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 an, for an analogy which is hilarious the irony of making an analog analogy i got you we have actually gotten rid of a lot of 
the analog in favor of the digital. And the digital is so much easier to track. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, especially when people are dumb enough to put shit on Facebook. Or anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. And you've got but, people on Twitter and people on Reddit that are really good at figuring out who these people are. It's called crowdsourcing. Yeah, Reddit's a special kind of breed of animal. It is. You really don't want to piss off Reddit. There is that. No. And as an alternative, by the way, I have seen where there have been uh, people at protests who have participated in protests in various different ways where because photos or video were taken, the t-shirts were identified and found out where they were being sold and a tattoo was identified and traced in order to find somebody of interest, quote unquote, sorry, scare quotes. Heretic woman would be wanting to slap me upside the back of the head for that one. And people have been saying, if you go to a protest, don't take pictures. Don't help their cases. If you want to go to a protest, don't even take your own cell phones. That's right. Leave them at home. Oops. Oh, is that the guy who was crying about um Rigor Trump? Morris? <laughs> no, no, there was a video of one guy who was actually in tears standing out Mar a Largo no, about no. what they were doing to Trump. This is not the guy that was crying. He was I think okay. the word he was looking for was rigamoral. But he said rigor morris. <laughs> Rigor mortis is a, a... No, he didn't say mortis. He said morse. Rigor morse. As an oh, yeah. That, that's that old retired version of morse code. Rigor morse. No, yeah. no, no. You're, you're thinking of the cat food commercials. Rigor morse. Yeah. I, I saw pictures of morse floating around, and I saw a couple of doctors go, is there an ICD-10 code for that? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think so. There's one for... Uh, accident tripping over a turtle that does exist. Yeah, I'm 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 dead serious. We believe you. Ah. Uh, okay. 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 Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Is 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 mm, is there a specific code? For someone who has had um, an involuntary um, amputation of a finger or portion thereof by a snapping turtle. Uh, not specifically by a snapping turtle, it would say by animal, but there are specific codes that would list which finger. You're so specific. Well, I mean, that that makes sense. I mean, if somebody would have come in and said that, you know, they, they had their finger removed by an animal, you, you want to make sure that it was, you know, a finger as opposed to, you know, like a thumb. Because you, you don't you don't want to have somebody try to put their wedding band on, on their on their thumb. The well, it'll say like, you know, animal bite, left hand, fourth digit or something like that. It's really specific. 
Well, okay. ICD-9 had about 10,000 codes in it, and ICD-10 has 38,000. Okay. But the doctors were having a good time with that. They were like, how would you even code that? And I was like, yeah, you can't use, you know, 789.0 as a dump code anymore. <laughs> how would you code that very 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 carefully because i would be laughing too hard i would double click keys like crazy well for rigor morris i was I don't, like I don't, I don't know you know maybe one of the f codes for like psychological delusions or something <laughs> but yeah we had fun with that <laughs> yeah, no argument there and we were trying to guess, well, what modifier would you put on there? And I'm like, you'd put a 25 and then you'd upcode that sucker to 99215. Because you'd be in there for a long time trying to figure out what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> There's a very, very, very specific segment of the population that has any clue what we're talking about. What right I just said. <laughs> perfectly understood. If, if you're feeling a little bit lost right now, that's okay. I'm going to bring it all back on this track now. Yeah, it's a CPT code. And you can do a 99215 if it's an established patient or if it's a new patient, 99205, which is like the, it, those are the highest levels that you can get reimbursement for. And it's based on like how much time. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of. <laughs> How the codes are keyed. With your fingering mistress, Bridget Fitch. <laughs> Bridget Fitch. <laughs> yeah, show us how to uh, finger those keys, would no, you please? No, 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 no. We don't, we don't, we don't have time for that. We, we've only, we've only got, <laughs> uh, we've only got another hour. We don't have, we don't have time enough for that bullshit. So let's bring it back onto, onto the. Um, the, the avenue. Oh, the um, super, super duper classified stuff that he stole. The maximum penalty for those is like 10 to 20 for each document. You know, he's in such great shape. Uh, he, he could just run those concurrently, right? Well, the unfortunate thing is I don't think he will go to prison. I think what they would do is home confinement. No. I mean, realistically. No. No, and, and I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna what? go ahead and so I'm gonna see it. Secret Fuck Service in there with him in prison. That's not fair to the Secret Service. They signed up for the job. <sighs> you never know where the job is gonna take you. No, that's true, but you Rikers signed up to take or... a bullet, and if the bullet happens to be a shank, well, uh, <laughs> uh, uh I wish I... they'd put him in Gen Pop. That that would never happen. Yeah, I know. I know. But wouldn't that be fun? See, so I'm a horrible person. Okay. Yeah, you're you're not nearly as horrible as I am on this one. I think. Because I'm also looking at, I'm very much looking at it from the standpoint of he needs to be made an example of. Oh, yeah. 
because if this does not qualify, the as, Republicans won't allow it. They have to. If this is not considered, well, you know, high crimes, uh, what is? Yeah. No. What they need, what they want to do, is they want to make sure that they get all his supporters, and that he feels he's been uh, justly protected. There's going to be a little bit of, you know. Oh, I'm suffering in this way, that way, and the other thing. But he'll they'll find a way to compensate him for that. By them, I mean the Republican Party. Uh, just so that they can continue to get endorsements so that they can keep getting his crowd. Just the same way as they keep saying that they're Christians to get the evangelical and fundamentalist vote. They will, they will cater to the general public that likes and loves and adores Trump. To the point of where they think he's the second coming of God. But Bobert and three names, they're pushing for Christian nationalism. If they get that and they're going strictly by patriarchy, um, they're not supposed to govern over men and they're supposed You're to keep their mouth shut. Logic up. and reasoning. When has religion ever used logic and reasoning? Well, there have been people that have run for office that believe in. Uh, removing women's right to vote that are women, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? Um, they drink the Kool-Aid. I'm sorry, I, I have to answer the question. Uh, when did logic and reasoning ever ever work in um, religion? Uh, when not. when you figured out how to use an FM discriminator in Peter Popoff's ear to pick up the radio waves that were coming from his wife's radio transmitter, because that's that's a very specific piece of circuitry well, design. I mean, the position is they want women at home homeschooling the kids. They don't want them in the workplace. Keep you know, if you're, if you're pregnant, there's a lot of employers that will not hire you because they don't want to have to cover maternity leave, and they don't want people to have maternity leave either. I mean, it's, it's real simple. The women need to be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. Uh -huh. The kids should only be learning the Bible. Um, and even then, they might take that away, the ability to read. Uh, that may only be for the rich at some point. Or if the they, males. If, if they want to really regress it. Um, well, no, even there were males that, weren't, uh, that were peasants. The peasants were not allowed to learn how to read. No, they weren't. But I'm thinking Gilead, Hammond. Handmaid's Tale, the it. men could read, the women were not allowed to, or else they would have fingers cut off and stuff. Mm. But, well, I mean... Me, yeah, me, I, who I studying, me who's studying medieval history, I'm, I mean, uh, is there any evidence to the fact that they forbade people to read? It would yeah. seem so, because, I mean, even the... Um, um, they had laws that were written down in in on scrolls and stuff what you what you would call decrees back then you know certain kingdoms and such would decree that you know the peasants weren't were forbade from well, how to read well they're, they're going back to when well let me let me let me kind of backtrack this one a little bit um the as i recall the first localized Pardon me. The first version of the Bible printed in localized language was in Germany 
with the Gutenberg Press in the, check me on this one, 1600s, I think. Might have been 15, but I think 1600s. As I recall, and my, my memory on this one is really sketchy, but if I remember it correctly, it was something that was done outside uh, extra-legally, for lack of a better way of putting it, because the local people were disallowed from learning to read, and the Bible was continuously printed in Latin, and the people were allowed to read the Latin, but not actually be fluent in Latin in any way, shape, or form. In, yeah, vernacular, kind of same, if you will. Well, sort of. Kind of the same way that uh, we've heard reports where children have been pushed to read uh, the Quran to memorize it, but not actually know what it is that they're parroting back. And the No, because most of the time, um, most of the... Uh, most people don't speak Arabic. Right. And the Quran's written exclusively in Arabic, and they're they're forced to memorize it in Arabic, but they actually don't understand what's being said. Right, exactly. And Gutenberg, uh, that's the 1400s. And Stephanie is giving yeah, there, me some there, info. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Stephanie was also pointing out the general population would worship him if he was in with them, but that's past that point. Uh, peasants could read, some could even write, uh, that, that doesn't totally surprise me. Okay. But, uh, is also pointing out no Shujin Bibles were available in native languages long before that books were handwritten, not printed. Like I said, my memory uh, on that is Bible. hazy. So I guess I've got some, I've, I've got some, uh, relearning to do on that one. Well, actually the, the Baal council, uh, which was in the early 15th century, it was the first time that they they were considering allowing um, native languages versions, native language versions of the Bible, that which was a, which was what allowed uh, Gutenberg to to print his um, his first uh, work. Okay. And uh, Stephanie has also pointed, uh, it was the 10th century Reformation that brought in the normality of Latin Bibles, cel celibate priests, etc. I almost read that as celebrated. <laughs> almost. Almost. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, and it's also pointed out, sorry, early medieval history. Uh, early medieval period is my hobby. You know what? Good. Who said that? Uh, that's Stephanie over there in the in the chat. Now some of these people seem like they're a couple of sandwiches short of a picnic. Yeah, think. Yep. Or the lights are on, but nobody's home. I really don't understand it. I don't know. I mean, they're called the Sedition Caucus for a reason. And after all the times that we've seen people get thrown under a bus by whomever, and it goes far farther out than just, you know, the, the political scene. And people just 
for whatever reason, they just completely ignore the history of it all. Oh, my state's yeah. perfectly fine. You know what? We can, it doesn't matter that we don't have enough money because I mean, we, we can always sell our teeth. They're always falling out anyway. I mean, who cares? And, and to come back to the, the medieval history part, um, the, you know, there was a crusade in the uh, 13th century against um, Southeast France. It was a crusade against the Cathars. Oh. And, the, and the Cathars, part of the reason that they were uh, declared heretic is that uh, they were actually promoting... Um, the translation of the Bible into, well, bastardized French, whatever you call it, the Long de, Long de Bois, which would be the, the, the French language of southeastern France. Oh, I thought you were going to say Creole, but okay. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that's another form of French. But this is the 13th century, and even then, um, and 9th century Charlemagne, uh, tried to translate certain parts of the Bible to promote, um, well, there's a, like a wave of evangelism at the time. And uh, he, with uh, the Pope, authorized translations of certain passages of the Bible. It's kind of like for advertising purposes. But that's it. But the Bible itself was never completely translated until for, for the Council of Baal. Uh, check, check that. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie, get all that. I know it's early in the morning. And I don't have any coffee to get you, but you know, it's Google faster, Stephanie. <laughs> and, 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 in all seriousness, thank you for, for, you know, humoring us and, and no dumbasses here. Thank, just, thank you. Appreciate that. I'm not a history buff. <laughs> yeah. I've been kind of immersed in this since, uh, since I came here to France. So much fucking history here. And of course, everything changes. So apparently I was mistaught, taught older style mentality. And we have updated material that I'm not caught up on, which yet. Hey, that's life. Oh, yet. It's been around, but the, the changes, the, it's, it's more available now. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, see, I can't even keep up with the country name changes. I mean, you know, you know, it's really funny, just on a side note, you know, the churches always, they, they, they love to rewrite history. And I got into an argument with, um, oh, this is going back to the beginnings of Facebook, but I got into an argument with um, a Southern Baptist preacher who was saying, oh, yeah, I'm the authority and all this. And like, it was a discussion about marriage. And... You know, he, like everybody, you know, as the propaganda would have believed today, uh, that the church marriage always belonged to the church. Well, actually, no dumb wit. Uh, it wasn't before the, the Council of Latran, I think the second. Uh, there wasn't even a, the church wouldn't touch anything to do with marriage or celibacy uh, before the 11th century. They only began there. There was like a huge reform, um, almost like an ad campaign, I guess. Uh, they were relooking the corporation. 
uh, yeah, the 13th, 13th between the 10th and the 13th century, where they, they, the, the church completely relooked itself, rethought that, and that's actually when they compiled, uh, they finished compiling the Bible. So, like, basically, the Christianity we have uh, now is uh, post 12th century Christianity. And it's only just barely changed ever since. Yeah, because the, the Renaissance came and uh, and the Renaissance was asking for change. And, uh, well, the Christian leaders, instead of, you know, they stopped their reforms and dug in. And that's when they became staunchly conservative. And that's why it hasn't moved since. You know, that's, that's one of the things that's kind of problematic to me that over the, the, the history of humanity, there have been such amazing strides in social awareness, in the scientific endeavor. And then there are other troughs where it's just so incredibly regressive and just a, 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 not even a funhouse mirror of how things were before where it's just stop learning new things do as we tell you and keep it that way and don't move ahead of me before we had no means to fact check these people not so easily like, basically right. and our our sources of information were li limited so you know if somebody's bringing us news from the the outside world we have no way of you know, checking up on whatever they're saying. So we have a tendency to, to, to believe them. But nowadays, uh, we can, you know, if somebody's going to make a claim, we can hold them accountable. We have every means we need to, uh, yep. Yep. We've got the, uh, we've got the ability of fact checking literally anything and everything from the safety of our toilet seat, if we wanted to. Yeah, but you still have things like the Flat Earth Society that still exist, and I don't get it. I, well, all right. Well, let's 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 be sure about this one. It's not that they still exist; they're a very very recent redevelopment. Once upon a time, back you know, before ancient Greece had sticks, apparently, and could tell time, you know, the the idea that the planet was flat was easily debunked with a couple of sticks and being able to tell yeah. time and do geometry because you know geometry is a, a, a greek term I'm, I'm going with that and i'm sticking with it leave me alone these are people that are just i don't know i don't know why but again they choose not to be wrong and so long as like i said as long as they're following their id and it's not hurt its fifis, they can just keep doing whatever the hell it is that they're doing, which is holding conventions for themselves. God, that's just, this is creepy. Well, at least nobody is actually cosplaying as a, as a flat earth. So I, I guess that's good. No, you got all these 
militia people that cosplay being in the military. <laughs> Meal Team Six. Yep. Oh, God. But you're right, there is that. And it's like, dude, you would never even make it through basic training or boot camp, depending on which branch you go into. You'd wash out. And that would also include things like, you know, um, the Coast Guard, for instance, because, oh my God, the Coast Guard, what you bastards do, I can't, I can't even, I can't even understand that. They are the bravest sons of bitches I could ever imagine. I mean, just as a real quick, the idea of going out in a hurricane force winds in a helicopter close yeah. enough to the water that, y you know, you do have a serious risk of, you know, ending up in the drink so that you could rescue people that got caught out there. And they're in the, you know, two, three, four meter swells. And they're going down because boats are not usually designed to withstand, you know, 50 feet of water floating back and forth at you. These guys are nuts. These guys are absolutely nuts. O-M-G. found out about Rusty? Mm, oh, well, I mean, I knew about that. I mean, as far as I know, he's not dead. No. But no, there's they took a group the of armed Trump supporters outside the Phoenix FBI office. I'm telling you, it's a cult. Yeah. Cult of personality. Yes, and, and by the way, somebody explained to me, the one guy that went after one of the FBI headquarters shot into it was armed with an actual, like, weapon of warfare rifle, decided yes. instead to use, explain this to me, a nail gun, according to reports. Is that accurate? And yes. why the frick would you do something like that? Well, we'd ask him. Because it was bulletproof glass. That's why. So the nail's obviously going to get through it, right? <laughs> Because the cheese has let off his cracker. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Nope. So their, their, their intent was to go up to this bullet-resistant glass, take a nail gun, push it right up mm -hmm. against the window, pull the trigger, and then realize, oh. oh shit, I need an air pack on my back in order to power this thing. Hang on a second, I'll be right back. And expecting that it's going to just go uh, just push like a like a like a uh, like a window on a Peugeot. Really? His cunning plan had a flaw. <laughs> that would be himself. Mhm. Mm he did not think that all the way through. I'm, I'm People who do that kind of shit don't usually think. True. There is that. Um, I'm not quite sure if I'm going to spell uh, pronounce this correctly. Uh, Stephanie was also pointing out, uh, by the way, Joseph's ninth century reformation 
took a century to reach England. Well, I mean, come on, on foot. It's not like they had the channel to work with. I know nobody calls it the channel anymore. Leave me alone. I'm an old man. Uh, powered by the, now, do I pronounce this correctly? The Cistercians? 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 I, I think so. Yeah, so it's um, <clears throat> it's kind of like an antenna. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Cistercian abbeys. Um, yeah, well, they were evangelists. Okay. Uh, but uh, Charlemagne's Reformation. Um, at the time, not there were most priests couldn't read or write, and actually, the he confided the um, he wanted to educate the public. And they even came up with an alphabet for that. Uh, but it never got much further than um, than the clergy. He confided the education of the public to the clergy, but the clergy never got past educating themselves, which they did even badly. But they still, they call that the, uh, the 9th century Renaissance, or the Charlemagne Renaissance, whatever. See, yet again, more stuff I either didn't remember or wasn't taught. And considering the time that I grew up and where, there's a very good part of it was just probably just wasn't taught. Yeah, that's the thing with history, because when you, you know, I can I can spout out all the factoids I want, but as long as you don't have the context, um, it has to be delivered with the context. And... And just getting a grasp of how things really were back then. Um, I can't tell you the tons of documents I've been through and I'm, I'm, you know, over, I don't know, 20 years. And I'm just starting to get an idea now of the way things were back then. Yeah, it doesn't you know, why we Like if you look at an object or something um, and you try to figure out why would somebody make that, you know, you... You know, what was the purpose of this object? That requires the context. It's, it's because from it's a true. modern point of view, we may look at something and say, oh, yeah, it's for that. But then going back to the times and coming to the same conclusion, um, yeah, you wouldn't come to the same conclusion. <laughs> yes, it's entirely possible. Uh, the, like I was, like I was saying, you know, the, the problem that the time and the place that I grew up, there has been so much elitism for the American public in the in the realm of historical education that you know it's 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 hard to understand things like let me give you a perfect example. Back in the 50s, there was the domino theory that if one country fell to communism, quickly others would. And at that point, the United States would be behind the ball and would no longer be a superpower to contend with in order to second guess the Soviet Union. I'm reminding everybody, this was in the days when it was the Soviet Union, not Russia as we know it today. 
And because of that and the disastrousness of that doctrine, we lost so many people, young people especially, for no good reason other than paranoia because of the whole Cold War thing going on between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. There was Laos, there was Korea, there was Vietnam. Who only knows how many other locations that maybe we never heard about? But were these things ever covered in school the way that they deserved? I probably ended up learning more about how horrible war was from watching M.A.S.H. in the 70s, which was 20 years removed, if that, from Korea. Like I said, if even that. But I never learned how bad it was with... I did not learn until roughly 10 years ago what happened with the fall of the Republic of South Korea. Of of South Korea, South Vietnam. Shit, I forget which one it was now. Vietnam, I think. Because yeah, it's going on, Phil. Yes. Because of a report that was done on NPR on the radio. And then I went looking it up to find out one of the saddest things that I had ever learned because I never learned this in school really quickly with the fall of the Republic of South Vietnam. That was the name of it. The Republic of South Vietnam. There was the Battlestar, uh, the Battlestar Galactica equivalent of every capable boat will carry people out of the country as quickly as possible in the dead of night, bailing some of these vessels out as they're going. And they made best speed. And it's 10 years later that I learned this and this thing still kills me. And they were turned away from God, I forgot which uh, I, I, I forget um, I forgot which country it was. Uh, it was a country of just isolated um, uh, is- isolated islands, uh, Singapore. I forget who the hell it was, but it was it was um, it was ruled by somebody who basically said, "Look, um, I'm not letting you in here." Flying the 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 uh, the flag of Southern Vietnam because I don't want to piss off the new owners of the place. So they they struck the colors on the ships. They lowered they lowered the flags on all of those ships and replaced them with American flags. And as a people, one last time, they sang the national anthem. That was where Vietnam, that was where the Republic of South Vietnam ended 
not on dry land, but on isolated ships that were the last vestige of that country. And to this day, I cannot fathom for myself how, how that could have possibly been. Yeah, my husband was drafted to go over there and did two tours. I and never learned about that in school. I had to learn about this as an adult. And he never will. No. And he can't talk about it. I know that he got a purple heart. I didn't even find that out until a couple of years ago because he just does not talk about it. And all I knew is that around three o'clock in the morning, he would just suddenly sit up and say, Sarge, they're here. And that's all he would say. And then he would go back to sleep. And he has PTSD from it, but, you know, he was told, you know, to not say anything and he could go to prison for saying anything. And so after not saying anything for all those years, when he tried to go in therapy, he could not talk about it. He still can't. And these are things people have to hold for for good. I bring this I bring this kind of stuff up because we learn the history that is good enough in a lot of places. You know, the old the history is written by the victors. It's true. But the problem with it is, if there are people that simply are so entrenched in the beliefs before that they don't want to learn we end up exactly where we're going with these cults that want and want and want at the complete detriment of everyone else including the society itself and they're either so blind that they don't see it happening or they're so selfish that they don't care selfish and i'm i'm worried that we're gonna have a protracted civil war here and it's not gonna be you know like what we had before it's gonna be you know random attacks and kind of you know guerrilla warfare kind of things and it's real easy to kill people when you're conditioned to see them as the other or you compare them to vermin or make them seem less human How many years have you been talking about that, Joe? Where it's us versus them, it's about the other, and as soon as you got that, it makes all the difference in the world to make it easier to do exactly that. I don't quite get you. You've been you you've you've had Talked about tribalism. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well it it it's always, you know, rip at it um, ad infinitum 
but it comes down to you know um either it's it's something really 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 deep in human instincts um you either learn to judge the world around you for yourself for its the value it has to you or one continues to let uh, the uh, quote-unquote uh, elders or authorities do it for you and that makes all the difference I mean if um, somebody has never learned to think for themselves to judge the value of things for themselves and they depend on you know whatever is being parroted by their entourage and um, is being said by their leader <clears throat> they, they never learn to know the difference you know even if you tell them something different than what they quote unquote know they'll have nothing to compare to it's basically there's a and again a, I know I'm repeating myself but it, there's a point in our lives where we're supposed to make the leap quote unquote to independence and accountability that comes with that um, but most people nowadays are I don't know what the right word is engineered to um, to not make that leap that makes them utterly programmable and there's a quite few the higher up you go um, well there's a quite a there's a few people who are <clears throat> And all through history, by the way, there there are a few that are quite aware of that, and they've just exploited the fuck out of it. And it it's still happening today, right? By everything you've uh, indicated, Trump followers and all that. Yeah, um, Stephanie, just to uh, just to put this one here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. Before I read it, I just want to say I really, really hope that your insight is correct. Really hope so. Uh, Stephanie, written over here, uh, standing outside looking in, I do not see a civil war in the U.S. Those hearings are helping. So is the GOP's removal of rights. The voting in November will be interesting. The fact that they are, that a lot of them are simply saying the inside thing outside is really bringing it home for a lot of people that otherwise would not have, would not have been interested enough to vote. Interested might not be the right term for it, but um, motivated, there we go, motivated enough to vote. Because remember, here in the U.S., we don't have compulsory voting. It's, you know, whoever makes it. And it's not compulsory because there is a First Amendment thing about, you know, compelled speech, which would be viewed as, well, you can't tell me what to do. Although in Australia, my, ba my favorite thing of it is, yes, I can go into the voting booth. I can turn in a blank form if I otherwise didn't want to vote because... That's how we wanted to vote, and you know what are they going to do? But but you have to show up. But you do have to show up. 
But here, we don't even have that much. So when people go in to vote, and Lord knows, I do, I have been, my little one Mm -hmm. is very proud to do it whenever it's come up now. Yeah, but only something like 23% of the population even vote. I don't think it's that low as a national average, but it is it is not nearly high enough. I, well, I'll, I can I'll tell you this that. much. There's a bunch of pissed off women here, and there's going to be some backlash. Damn straight. Across the and country. Every time you see you know, the hashtags resist or blue crew, that's us. Oh, yeah. And we're pissed. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I don't have the I don't have the same reproductive systems. I don't have the same worries because, you know, I live over here in New York State, but you can rest assured I have very, very much a blue voter. It's the best way of putting it for quite a while at this point. No, I have been since 2010. Uh, I mean, like at the state level, I used to take a lot of time and study candidates and what their positions are and all that stuff months ahead of time. And the last time that I voted for a Republican, I voted for Richard Luger because he did an excellent job as, you know, one of our senators. And when he got primaried by Richard Murdoch and lost, that floored me. And so now I just do straight ticket. And the only bad thing about that here is that there's so many offices that are blank for me because nobody's running except for GOP. Uh, there was one primary that I went to, I think it was two th- uh, 2018. There were two candidates on my ballot that I could vote for. That was it. Two. So if the office is unopposed, I just don't vote. I'll skip that race. Yeah, I'm still awake. <laughs> okay. You, you've you just been un, unnaturally quiet for a while. Uh, I'm pulling a uh, Bridget Fitch. You're sandbagging. Okay. Okay, I was just, just concerned. Just, just glad that I didn't have to worry about muting you. You... You know, we're, we're, uh, uh, speaking of voting, um, every once in a while I'll watch different, uh, late night shows. Maybe I can't sleep, things like that, you know? Maybe I don't feel like putting on a 30 minute Netflix clip or something, or listening to a book, or reading a book. So I watched Stephen Colbert one night, and he had mentioned that there was a poll done, and of the people polled, 68% were willing to vote for a third-party candidate. I was like, you know, that'd be interesting if they told us how many people were in that poll, you know? Was it a sample size of just 100 people? So 68 out of 100 people 
you know, that's not a big deal. It, kind of, sort of, but not really. On the other hand, you know, if the votes came in were like of a million people, sure, there's 330 million people in America. But, uh, you know, you're doing a sampling of a million, you're going to get some, you know, some demographic spread. And 68% becomes a very significant number. Um, people are being forced to be reminded of something that our forefathers told us. You know, beware a two-party system. Don't, you know, have a two-party system. We need to avoid that. And what do we have? We have a two-party system, and we're seeing the pain and suffering of it because of it. And I was reminded, you know, uh, Bridget talking reminded me that, you know, I haven't always voted for a Democrat. Even if I registered as one, you know, back when I was in high school, I haven't always voted for a Democrat. Very and uh for example i voted for gary johnson at one point when he ran for one of the presidential elections uh under the libertarian party because i liked his no-nonsense approach and his common sense approach to how he did business as a governor um and what he was able to do was he was able to take um, a deficit and turn it into a positive by cutting government where government was redundant. But he helped people find jobs. Those he cut, he warned. You know, he's like, hey, look, you know, I got to cut this, but I'm going to help you find work. He actually was getting ready for an interview. He was in the car. There was a news reporter. They were going to do an interview. There was a raging fire going on. He jumped out of the car, his wife jumped out of the car, and they put out the fire that was, somebody's lawn had caught on fire, and they put it out. And they hadn't done it for the press. They'd done it because that's just who they were. And when the press was trying, it was like, not now, not now, not now. It's like, this this is not a photo shoot. This is somebody's home. <laughs> it's more important. And um, he cut uh, the localized spending on things that didn't need it. He refocused on things that really did need it. I honestly thought he would have made a good president. Mm, he got a decent amount of the vote, but not enough. There are plenty of people out there that are worth the vote. But we have this fear of, well, if we don't vote for the Democrats, the Republicans will win and the Republican side has, if you don't vote Republican, uh, then the Democrats will win. You know, you can't vote along third party lines because the other side will win. And, and that, that's something that's being ingrained to ensure that the two party system stays put. People are starting to realize they don't have to. No, I don't. If enough of us don't vote for either side, then neither side can win. If we make the third win, yeah. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. I was I was going to say I was talking about midterms uh and it is a little yeah, a little higher than what I thought. It's like 30 um looking here 36.4% will vote in the midterms. I mean, that's just pitiful. Yeah. We Joseph, should be seeing 90 95%. Joseph, go ahead. Yeah, uh in the past uh 
well, actually, what's going on now is uh, everybody not voting. And in most circumstances, it's the... Um, let's just say it's not the most uh, favorable um, candidate that wins in those cases. Because, you know, people who survive by Im imitation, they're being told to go out and vote, um, look at the evangel evangelicals and the percentage of them that vote. And compare that to the national average, and you are gonna, you're already going to see something, and they're voting exactly how they're told. And this is what's going to happen if if nobody votes, and this is what's happening. Yeah, he's not wrong. The church and the religious groups are really good at organizing voting drives. Get out there in the vote, otherwise the baby Jesus will cry. Yeah. Never yeah. mind that it's completely illegal. Well, no, mm -hmm. it's not it's not illegal to say get out there and vote. It's illegal to say for a church to support a particular candidate or even political policy as long as they want to retain their tax exempt status, which I think the IRS really needs to freaking count crack down on. They need to. Yeah, thanks for that one, Mr. Reagan. But you know, but they're all being told that if you vote for a Democrat, you're going to go to hell. So, and there are uh, there are legislators that have been putting into place uh, legislation that says that groups outside of uh, religious organizations who carpool for lack of a better way of putting it people in for voting who hand out water to people that are waiting in line because they don't have enough voting booths to to handle the rush that people like that are going to be uh, arrested for poll interference or whatever have the bullshit thing going on so you know they they don't necessarily need to be making it more difficult for voting districts. They can just go ahead and have attrition happen because people don't want to show up because we don't have enough voting booths. So we got to wait for three hours as a minimum, and we're not allowed to have water. People aren't allowed to give us water. I mean, what the hell? On some places, it was taking as long as eight hours. And yeah. I mean, who wants to stand in line for eight hours and miss a whole day of work? On a but, day where, on a day where it's not a national vacation day, for fuck's sake. I mean, it should be, but and and this is happening in districts that are minority districts, and that's on purpose because most minorities. That are not, you know, Latino will vote for Democrats. And with good goddamn reason. Yeah. Uh, do you need? Sorry, do you go need ahead. government. Do you need government? Uh, if, if if one wanted to start a, a national referendum. That has to be started by the government, or 
How does that work? guess that depends on what the referendum was supposed to be about. Yeah, well, like take, for example, the abortion. If that was to be open to a national, instead of individual laws being voted on by corrupt senators, um, it was open to a referendum. If there was a referendum open on the question, how would that, could that happen? That won't happen. Wait, wait, could, wait. Could wait that happen? Academically speaking, mm-hmm. at a federal level, something like that, um, something like that, speaking academically on this one, would probably be one of those shoot for the stars item and go for a a constitutional amendment. We've already had one in this country for banning alcohol. I have mm-hmm. no reason to think that it couldn't be tried for abortion. I mean, come on. But it would no, have I'm to be... talking about a referendum to get an idea of the actual national opinion on something before any law is enacted. I mean, um, to get... Um, uh, yeah, just to get... Uh, what do the people want? Because, you know, we have a few key people um, who, for the most part... Actually, anytime I hear a population... Uh, anytime I hear a, I hear a politician say uh, what the Americans want, you know, red flag for me already. No, you got to um, Yeah, because... Uh, well, how do I fact check that? What can I compare that to and if there was to be opened a, a referendum on a certain subject like a hot button topic um, we would know well we can't do that here in order to have a constitutional amendment added um, we have to have three I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking I'm not talking about a constitutional amendment no what, what you're talking I, about I, is actually getting a poll that figures out what it is that the population wants. Yeah, and this may exist already. I don't know. That's I'm just putting the question out there. Uh, there state rights. To the hmm, to the best of my knowledge. To the best of my knowledge. Each state has a way of putting a state's referendum in one of the election cycles. We can't. It's illegal in Indiana. Our state constitution says so. Well, hold on a second, because let me let me finish through this and, and, and double check to find out if 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 it would be. But that that's the kind of thing where, at least over here in New York, if it was something that was put out Oh, okay, okay, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going, I'm going bass-ackwards on this. There isn't. The closest way of doing something like that would be to have actual polling done by... Pew? Pew would be good, but I even them, I think it would be... 
Wow. How far out would you have to go? Yeah. Wow. Okay, because the the way that I was thinking about it was if uh for instance if New York State had put something um into the legislature that was going to be a statewide uh a statewide law that was going to be put into place, they would put it into the uh into the election cycle on the ballots. Do you support do you vote yes or no to the proposition of blah, whatever it is? The biggest problem I've got with those is that they're always written in such a way that it's like it's it's like a tongue twister for your eyeballs trying to follow along the methodology that they describe it. But there's no way of getting of using that as a way of polling something because it would be a yes no on a single proposition so yeah i was thinking about the whole damn thing in a in a completely wrong way wow yeah i guess you'd almost have to invent a a new organization because is pew exempt are they um can they be trusted that's all generally speaking from what i know yes generally okay. speaking but the problem is would you want to do it at a national would you want to do it by each county checking their own people each state checking their own people uh, I mean, congressional districts, how, how, who should do it? To what extent? How do you, how do you judge who does where? Pew, generally speaking, does a really good job of getting a decent sample size from a variety of areas with, from what I've understood to date, as reasonable and and as minimal a bias as possible, but shit, you know, that is a really, that is a really major league question that I don't think, I don't think any of us have really got a good answer on. No. I would put it up for a popular vote. Not bus sites, but just have it as, you know, if, if we could just go by, you know, who all votes and whoever gets the most votes. You know, here you go. Yeah, <clears throat> that's kind of what I mean by referendum also as well. Now I get you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, somebody posted a uh, little tweet saying, uh, they don't need to fingerprint all the documents. If there's crayon on them, it's Eric. If it's makeup, it's Ivanka. If there's coke on it, it's Don Jr. And if it's covered in boring, it's Jared. Mm. That's accurate. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't argue. I can't argue. Uh, we're at the top of the hour. We got to see about uh, wrap it up over here. Um, really quickly on that one, then uh, for me, the the idea that these individual papers are going to be fingerprinted. 
that is a laborious process. Mm-hmm. And from what I remember, after a certain amount of time, it's incredibly difficult to get uh, the traditional fingerprinting system done. So those of you that are wondering how do you get fingerprints after, you know, who only knows how many days or weeks later, you don't understand the level of technology these people have got. If there are scientists that can use specialized x-ray equipment to read parchment from Pompeii that is just basically ash and read what's on them, they can find these. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what comes of it all. I do want to point out something that um, we may not hear uh, results within a reasonable time, what we would normally consider a reasonable time period for standard finger document fingerprinting. For the simple reason being that the people who are going to have to perform the fingerprint analysis are going to be doing this on material that's potentially top secret, which is higher than secret um, material. And if they're not reading on it, they're not allowed to look at it. True. So they'll have to find people with the expertise, the technical know-how, the availability of the labs and everything else. The lab might be in-house that are read in, sign NDAs, go through all the uh, the background checks. I, I mean, if, if anybody who has ever gone through a background check just to just to obtain a secret level clearance okay remembers what it was like yep uh, you can imagine what going through a top secret background check is like or a background check to obtain the top secret clearance is like yeah i didn't do that i just went through a background check because they were going to put me in crypto Seriously. Yeah, but when they're going to put you in the crypto as a contractor or as military? That was military. See, that's there's a different standard there. If if the only people that they can find the best ones for the job, contractors, it's going to take a little while. Well, whereas I mean, if they're I'm... government people or uh, or military people, um, that might speed up the process a little bit. Well, they sent. Uh letters and questionnaires to all of the neighbors where I used to live, my kindergarten teacher, all kinds of people. And everybody's like, what'd she do? Is she in trouble? <laughs> yeah, I remember a buddy of mine was going for that level. And I had a uh, an interview by an NCIS agent. <laughs> really nice guy. I mean, he was mm-hmm. he, he he was like the very definition of a very polite and proper bureaucrat. If you had told me that this guy had the the authority to uh, wield a gun and use it and arrest people and do all that fun stuff, I would have never believed you. He was so mild mannered and everything else. Uh, uh, he, uh, I've I've met him a few times since then. Great guy, really good at his job. 
See, all those uh, all those acting classes finally pay off for him. <laughs> um, Honestly, have... I would never want to see this guy in any kind of situation where it required him to belt a gun to his hip and have to use it. Because it's just... Some people shouldn't have to be put in that situation. No, in fact, nobody should ever have to be put in that situation in my there is that we can do better I, I do know that when they were talking to me about that see i went in open general which if you're gonna enlist that's not really the best idea because they could really you know put you anywhere um but they had asked me <laughs> if i would be okay being isolated and not speaking to my family again for four years <laughs> and i was like okay don't sure. threaten me with a good time <laughs> wow only reason why I didn't go into crypto is because I ended up breaking my ankle when I was in basic training so I lost the slot well damn yeah well it sent me back six weeks and they needed somebody quicker so yeah. Joseph uh, any last that uh, you got before I have to go ahead and close this up here uh, 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 no. Uh, no, no, nothing, that. Uh, makes it easy. Then we'll just go ahead and call it here, because um, I'm starting to get a little bit tired myself. So, everybody, thank you very much for being with us, as always. Hope that you had yourself a fun time with us, and you got something to think about for the week ahead. Which, Lord knows, this week kind of meandered a little bit, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, considering... Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily me meandering too far off the beaten path on this one. So, anyway. Stephanie, and uh, I don't know what happened to Felix. She might have fallen asleep over there. Wouldn't surprise me, but you know, be that as it may, thank you, of course, as always. And thank you for, you know, pointing out stuff for us. When, when you got stuff, man, <laughs> thank you. Really do appreciate that. Uh, Joseph? You have yourself a good week, I hope. Please stay safe and um, uh, enjoy the enjoy the morning. Well, well, you... Uh, yeah, no, I can't say this. I can't say you too, sir. Um, yeah, well, enjoy the morning. It's like midnight there. Well, but uh, yeah. you all take care. Sweet dreams. I appreciate it. Tech, you too, man. You take care of yourself and... Um, uh, please be safe this week. Yeah. Will do. See, said it before. Tech and me, we, we don't talk often outside of stuff, but, you know, we get each other. Mm -hmm. Bridget, you too. You take care of yourself because, um, you know, stuff and... Whew, wow. Um... How do, how do you narrow down th this week to try to pick just one? I don't know I that you have to. I can't pick just one. I'm just going to give a big fuck you to all these, I'm going to call them treason weasels, who are threatening, you know, FBI and feds and want to impeach Merrick Garland. Just fuck y'all. As Risen Furry in the group, um, treason weasel. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know that it's a wrong one. Um, I mean, they're not guilty of treason, but I'm talking about the Sedition Caucus. No, I got, I got you. 
I got you. They call themselves the Freedom Caucus, but they're really the Sedition Caucus. Yeah, well, I can call them. Uh, I'm going to call them Treason Weasels, because I like the sound of it. I'm on board with you over there. It's it's the way that it's going to be. They can call themselves whatever the hell they want. It's their actions that determine what the rest of us remind us of for them. Yeah, I am starting to run down. God, that was not nearly enough coffee for the day. Damn. And Kevin McCarthy, I hope they throw him under the bus and back up and go forward again and back up repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Um, And just for the hell of it, I'm going to throw in one more. That people are going to kind of go, well, wait a minute, why would you pick? I will add the turtle to the mix. Because ever since 2010, yes. Were it not for that son of a bitch, we would not be where we are in a lot of ways. Moscow, Moscow, Mitch. The very same. So. You all have yourselves a good week. If you'd like to be in touch with us, of course, all the information is over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. The phone number, if you'd like to leave a voicemail message, is 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554. I have to use the phone number again before Google takes it away. Pain in my ass. I know, I know, I know. We get it for free, so I, I got to do something with it. You want me to call you? Sure, you can go ahead. Actually, all you have to do is send a a text message or two to it, and that'll keep it alive. You know, maybe what I should do is every once in a while, I should call, like, um, um, Fair and Balanced or, or, you know, some of these other YouTube guys just to to put the word out every once in a while and just say, hey, we're listening to you. I don't know. We'll figure it out from there. Uh I don't know what else uh, that I can tell everybody. Uh, school seasons are starting. Please be mindful. Please be careful. Remember, if you're in an area where there are school buses, whether they have a stop sign that pops out of the side or not, the flashing red lights mean you stop. Period. End of story. Nothing more. You want to drive yourself into a, into a tree and hurt yourself. That's your business. Don't hurt these kids. In any case, we do need to get out of here. So thank you for being with us. We'll catch you all again come the end of the week when we do this all over again. So until that time, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And my lady, it should have been 52 years, you know. I am still in love. Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Until the next time we're together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com where you'll also find links to our Facebook, 
YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.